Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing on a Monday. That means a few things around here. Chief most amongst them that we unite the Migos here. Mama! Every single Monday on the show with our buddy Chris Carter. You know his name. You know his voice. You know him well. He covers... Uh, All things Pittsburgh Athletics for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He also, of course, is the host of Locked on Steelers. CC, what's up, buddy? How you doing? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing on this fine Monday? Man, we living our best life. You know it was a victory Monday for uh, yours truly. Go Dukes. For those that don't know, James Madison, (laughs) they did go ahead and beat App State this weekend. Now, see. You know, I just want to let you know that's what's going on around here. I was going to set you up, Chris, right? I was going to bring you in here. First question of the day. I was going to say, hey, it's the burning question. Everybody needs to know. We need Chris's opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, how about those James Madison Dukes? I was going to tee it up, but this guy just Leroy Jenkins. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know I can't help myself. I can't help myself. He loves the Dukes and nobody else. It's it's that type of day, man. It's that type of day, man. I mean, Chris Carter, you got to do your part out here. We got to rank, hashtag rank James Madison. We got votes. We've got votes. (laughs) Yes, you got votes. You got you, you, the most. You got votes. Are you the voter? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I am not the vote. I am not the voter. But we do have votes in both <laughs> polls. This is our first time ever oh, having votes in oh, both God. polls at the FBS level. We've only been here for three weeks, but granted, it's our first time in program history. So I'm just enjoying this first opportunity Chris, for us. Chris, we had to rebrand our first segment of the day today to James Madison Nation Radio. JMU Nation. Let's go, man. JMU <laughs> Nation Radio. I don't know if you realize that's what you just hopped on to right Right now, are you wearing purple? By the way, um, I'm wearing blue. That's close red. enough. No, that's close enough. Blue's close enough to purple. <laughs> that's close enough. This, this man is wild. This Wait. man is wild. <laughs> Go, dudes. I, I will say this, folks. The next time you see Mike Tomlin, you better give him everything because I've seen him make a lot oh, of James oh. Madison jokes your you, way. You know, you know, I cannot wait until I see him. Come on now. <laughs> It's fired up. It's, it's, it's long overdue because he be, he's been talking greasy since OTAs, okay? This was going on since OTAs. And, and now we it's finally true. have showed, hey, it's true. you didn't believe Middle Tennessee. We put 40 on them. Now y'all want to talk about them since they beat Miami. Okay, great. But App State had to get it. 
Okay? That's all I'm saying. We're just feeling real good right now. I don't know how good JMU is, personally. I mean, we're, we're beating teams that we're Better not supposed to be Better than App State. I know that. And Middle Tennessee, apparently. And Texas A&M. C- clearly. 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 Chris, here's what here's what I want to ask you. We appreciate you, uh, you know, rocking and rolling with our goofiness as always. We can get a little extra goofy on a Monday when it's been have a little fun when it's been four days since the Steelers uh, last played a game. Chris, here's what we were discussing though, as it relates to you know, there's been I think, uh, and you can tell me if you disagree with this, but man, it feels like there's been a lot of panic amongst Steeler Nation over the last four days, right? Uh, what's Mike Tomlin doing? What's Matt Canada doing? What's Mitch Trubisky doing? What's going on with the quarterback and the offense and the defense and the run game and the run defense and all these different things, right? A lot of a lot of sky is falling reactions through three weeks. And Motsi and I were just kind of discussing, you know, do you trust the Steelers organization? We always talk about how it's the Steelers organization defines stability, and they haven't been bad since you and I were in middle school, and they haven't had a losing season since 2003, and, and they always play meaningful football. And, you know, from Mr. Rooney to Kevin Colbert, now Omar Khan, to, to Mike Tomlin, there's been the stability. Again, you know, that's that's the buzzword. And, and Steeler fans quickly in the past have, have gone out of their way to tell everybody that this is the best-run organization in the National Football League. And Motsi and I are wondering, you know, as, as, as three weeks really changed that for so many people, is, is, is that a fair way to kind of frame this? That, hey, it's been three weeks in a post-Hall of Fame era. Not only Ben Roethlisberger, but Kevin Colbert as well, too. You lost two gold jacket power players in your organization. It's been three weeks. Do you trust the organization or not? Are you jumping off the bridge or not? Is... Is that a fair sentiment that, yes, we know it's football and this is what we do. We lift up that hood. We diagnose everything, every aspect of every game because we only get 17 of them a year. It's it's not hockey. It's not basketball. It's not baseball. Is that a fair mindset to have at this point that, like, hey, let's just – these guys, they've earned the benefit of the doubt. They've earned that stability and that belief. Let's give them a little bit more than three weeks. Well, on top of that, I think it's important, Wes, to look back. What was their record in week three last year? <laughs> uh oh. One and two, I believe, I mean, correct? One and two. 2020 was different because they went on an 11 game win streak to start the season. But, I mean, I believe they were 0 and 3 in 2019. I think they were 1 and, one and 2 in, in 2018. You know, it, it's been a thing for them lately with when they've had struggling quarterback play. It's, you know, this is not. First of all, this is not an outlandish situation that they're in right now. They're one and two. They're still looking for an offensive identity with a new quarterback, with a second-year offensive coordinator, with pretty much a patchwork offensive line that I do think is playing better than most people give it credit for. Um, They're they're trying to figure things out. They're missing the best defensive player in football, and and people are are willing to to jump off a bridge because (laughs) they're down. They're one and two. Like this, this was also the record that I think a lot of people pegged them to have at this part of the season, maybe even 0-3. A lot of people didn't have them beating the Bengals. So, like, I don't know. I, I think if, if, you're, if your sky is falling is right now, your sky is probably falling every year for the Steelers at some point when they, when they lose a game. It's, it's just like – but it's what it is. And we hear this every year that, like, oh, gosh, it's over. The season's done. I literally – I remember – 
when they were 0-2 and they lost to the Seahawks and Ben Roethlisberger was out and everyone knew it was going to be for the season. I remember someone walked up, like one of, it was, a, it was a, a reporter walked up to me and said, like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, they're done. They're finished. They'll never even get close to a, a winning record. And they finished that season 8-8 eight eight with Duck Hodges and Mason, Mason Rudolph. I'm not saying everything is, is peaches and sunshines and rainbows and everything. I actually hate peaches, so I would throw them out of that equation. Uh, but, uh, but wait, wait, not everything's great, but this isn't the worst situation. They, if, if they beat the Jets this weekend, they're 2-2. Two and two. And for all the people that are like, well, they're never going to beat any of the next four or five teams they got lined up. And, yes, the Bills are tough. The Bucks are tough. The, uh, you know, the, the Eagles are tough. The Dolphins are tough. But the Colts just beat the Chiefs. And if you told me you had the Colts beating the Chiefs this weekend, I would call you a liar. And if you think that, that all, all those teams are And the Jags beating the Chargers, the right? I mean, come on! Like, it's the NFL. These things can, be tur- can, be, can turn on at any point in time. So, is it not, is it not great right now? Absolutely. They, they need to find an identity on offense. They need to get back to playing sharper defense. I think that'll come when they aren't playing 80 snaps a game and on a short week. Uh, but... You know, but at the same time, I mean, like we're, we're you're looking at a situation you knew it would be rough. I, I think this this organization they deserve if you if they had three or four bad seasons, that's why I'd be like, okay, this organization is in trouble. But they have earned the the right to I think struggle not just for three games, but for a season to be like, okay, it's time to rebuild. It's time to to get some higher draft picks. But we're not even at that point, and people's skies are falling. I like it. I like the energy. Now, Chris. Um initially well not even initially um i feel like what you were saying right there is definitely more of like the full picture big picture full season scope but for the skeptics for the ones that still are uncertain and we're saying hey man you should believe in this team what are some specifics to that you could point to on film or that you've seen in his last game and say you know what this is a reason why you should feel confident that they can. This is a reason why you should feel confident that we're not going to continue to be a team that's, you know, losing two in a row right now. This is the reason why, you know, down the line, this could help them out. Could you give us some of that as well? Because otherwise, people are just going to be like, well, man, that's just blind faith. You're just believing that this team is going to turn it around just because of the sake of history. But we're trying to talk about the specifics of what you might be seeing with this team right now that says this is why I have hope. Well, I mean, specifically, if we're talking about the, the the defense, the defense is supposed to be the unit that carries that carries the team, and at least this team. You know, you know that's not the case all the time, every time. But you know, I look back at this film, and I don't know about you, most, but those guys look gassed. They don't look like they're like like they're bad. They just look tired. And in that first game, everybody from Cam Hayward to Alulu to everybody that was up on that defensive front, they were firing off the ball. They were setting the tone. They were being the, the difference makers. They were making sure, like, hey, if you win an inch, you earn that inch if you're the Bengals. You, you saw that in the first half of the Patriots game, but we haven't seen it since. Why? Because they played 100 snaps against the Bengals, and they're averaging, like, 80 snaps a game through three games, and they just had a short week. Like, this is a defense that – that they that they actually they've held it together. They've kept they kept. I mean, the Browns their last touchdown that they got was because of the the, the Steelers lateral play yeah. there. But I mean, they they kept the Browns in check with the rush. I mean, and yes, the rushing offense. They got to be better against the rushing offense than they that they were in that game. But they didn't like you know completely fold. They just couldn't play complimentary football, and they couldn't be the, the tone setters that they were against the Bengals. And you know, I think that this will be this week will be a big test to see can they get that back. Well, after a long week off and getting a little bit more time to recuperate. But 
the problems I see on defense are more so from exhaustion than from anything else. Devin Bush is playing well. He's getting to the right spots. Miles Jack doesn't look lost. He just looks like, hey, he was a step behind because I think he was a, he, he was he was he's kind of feeling it. When you play that many snaps, you're going to be physically exhausted and you're going to be mentally exhausted. Your decisions are going to come slower. That means you're going to play slower, and that means you're giving the opponent a, a, another half second, another second to get up on you with what they want to do. And sometimes that can cost you a play. And those type of plays built up over an entire game can cost you a game. And I think that's what's happened here. Uh, but you know, I, I've seen a lot of continuity on defense. Um, this game against the Browns was the first time that I saw, you know, real communication breakdowns uh, in, the, in the coverage aspect of it. I, I expect that to be cleaned up, and I really think that that's what you should lean on if you're a Steelers fan. Like, hey, let's see how they do with a full, a full like, regular week, and they're not coming off of being exhausted and being asked to play in three, three days after that. Chris Carter with us here on the Steelers Blitz. He, of course, hosts the Locked on Steelers podcast. Chris, I know one of the things you talked about on the podcast today was run defense fixes. You know, we have we spent a lot of time, you, me, Moats, everybody in Steelers land, fan media in between, talking about the offense and talking about the quarterbacks. But the run defense it has its concerns, has its leaks as well, too. What are you seeing there, and how might they start to go about fixing it this Sunday at home against the Jets? Well, one thing I said is, you know, being when you're when you're tired, and Cam Hayward talked about this too after the after the game, and he talked about how like you know when you're out there so many times, it's gonna wear wear you down. But on top of that, I do think there's some chemistry questions as far as the guys on the interior and the guys on the exterior. And most you can speak to this because you were there for this part. Um, you know, when to it when when to it and Dupree and 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 the guys the guys that were building that defensive front in the mid to late to, to, you know 2010s. When those guys were, were figuring out, they had to figure out a chemistry. It wasn't just plugged and played and, oh, they were awesome. You know, Bud Dupree and Stephon Tewitt, they had to find a chemistry together. And, in fact, they were moved around a bit. It wasn't always those guys on the same side. Cam Hayward was, was bunched up with them. But, eventually, they found their rhythm, and it took some time to learn that. And I think Larry Ogunjobi, uh, you know, is, is kind of learning that with the Steelers' defense. And that's also with Alex Highsmith trying to find his rhythm with a defense that's missing T.J. Watt up front. And I think that you're seeing a little bit of them figuring that out right now, especially without T.J. out there. Um, but if they can find ways to help these guys stun off each other better, get their timing a little bit sharper, you know, trust where one's going to be so that they, the other guy can go to the right spot, those are the things that are going to help you win on the interior, force runs to the outside, and get more help to clean up out there. If they can start doing that a little bit better, and Malik Reed's part of that too, um, then I think that goes a long way to helping with the run defense fixes. And, again, just looking at the All-22, looking at the film, a lot of these problems just come from being a step behind and just missing missing this little part here. And if they can just get that step back that they had against the Bengals, I really think this 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 run defense is back. And if this run defense is back, I think it puts the rest of the defense right where it needs to be. Now I like what you're saying right there. Now you speaking music to my ears right there, baby, because we needed that. We needed that. But I did <laughs> want to know um with this offensive line because. Yes, you cut the tape on. We have been seeing improvements. I know I have, and I know that you have as well. Just, I want to ask you, do you think that this is sustainable? Do you think that we're going to continue to see them taking more steps in this direction where they are allowing our quarterback to have more time to throw the ball and they can open up some of the rushing lanes like how we saw in the first half last week? Do you think that we're going to continue to see this version going forward, or are they kind of just overachieving right now, so to speak? I think you're going to see progress. Now, I will say this. With young offensive lines, 
you see a lot of roller coastering. You'll so you're going to see better days. You're also going to see worse days. So oh like, no! I wouldn't say like now. Now, Chris, you, right, come right. on now, Chris. You had me going now. Now I'm not so I'm not feeling so good right now. Okay, say that well, again. I'm now you said you said it's going to be it's a roller coaster. You said we got to worry about some some good days, some not so hey, good listen, days. That I, what you just told me. Dude, don't mess up my Monday now. Don't you mess up my Monday like this, Chris. Chris, JMU won this weekend. What? I said you cannot mess up my Monday. You're making me nervous all of a sudden. Our buddy Chris Carter. All right, last one I've got for you, CC. We dubbed, sure. I dubbed a, a new term on Friday. Okay, <laughs> Motsi loved oh, it. Our listeners loved it. We have Steeler Nation. Oh, we have Steeler Nation, obviously, right? We also have Ken, uh-huh. we, we also have Kenny Nation now, though. Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah, Kenny Nation. Let's let's ride. Let's ride. And there's a lot of Steeler oh, fans. No. They, they were in our mentions on Friday. They're in our mentions right now. Pick it, pick it, pick it. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Kenny Nation, man. Let's go. So, as somebody who covered Kenny Pickett in college, Kenny watched Kenny Pickett for five years. That's at Pitt, right. I mean, 49 starts, right? I'm sure Chris watched all 49 of them. That's his squad, right? Mozi and I were talking about collegiate pride earlier on. That's his squad. As somebody who covers Pitt and the Steelers now, too, give me the the Kenny Na- the, the, the the rational voice of Kenny Nation. Kenny Nation. Our, That's right. Is it in your mind? In your in your mind, is it is it time? Are we how close are we approaching time? Talk, Come on, Kenny Nation. Speak speak to Kenny Nation out there because I know they're listening. They listen. I, I hope I hope that you guys are hearing my size. Like the like like the let's way that ride. Let's ride. Kenny Nation. Let's ride. Oh gosh. Okay, but okay. Let's be real. 
covering the illustrious University of Pittsburgh and oh, their oh. amazing football program. You were to talk about nine it. national championships. That's currently oh, the Cleveland Browns championship. <laughs> he dropped the nine of awards. And currently ranked in both the coaches and Associated Press polls. Um, oh, by the way, most is, is West Virginia ranked in, in those oh, right now? I, 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 I'm, I'm not too Are familiar. I, 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 Obsessed. I, I can just speak on that, that JMU is receiving votes. <laughs> Obsessed. All I know is JMU is receiving votes. Obsessed. I can't, I can't confirm nor deny. Obsessed. Anybody else's voting status. Further proof WVU okay. should be in the ACC. Okay. Obsessed. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. Anyway. Largest but sporting event not, in the history of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Obsessed. <laughs> In covering, in covering Kenny Pickett, I truly think that one thing that he does is he rises to the occasion. And there is an underrated element to that at the quarterbacking position. A lot of people will look at just arm strength. A lot of people look at, you know, your win-loss record. Well, your win-loss record, they look at your total number of yards. But oftentimes when you saw Kenny Pickett rise up for Pitt, it was in situations where things were even stacked against him, where he needed to just come through and give his guys a chance, and he would do that. That's what people are expecting for him to do for the Steelers. But I'll say this, Kenny Nation. The recent trend of how quarterbacks have come up in the NFL and been successful is you let them rest. You let them learn. You let them understand what the week-to-week in the NFL is. And then when it's time, when it is time, let your coaches decide when that time is. When it is time, then you go out there and you roll with it. Look at Josh Allen right now. He's playing phenomenally. Why? Because he had time to learn. He didn't start right away. The same same thing happened for Patrick Mahomes. The same thing happened for Justin Herbert. And, you know, it's just more and more times you see when you let guys develop and give them time, they can come out cleaner, they can have better starts, and then they can build on their career and and, and build that. The Steelers are just trying to build a nice runway for Kenny Pickett to get his start in the NFL and to become their franchise quarterback. If they deem it, deem it, deem it not the time yet, I give them the benefit of the doubt here. Now, are the people saying, well, they could be winning games with Kenny that they're losing with Mitch right now? Maybe. We don't know, but possibly. But here's the thing. Would you trade a few wins in September and October of one season of Kenny Pickett's rookie season for the potential of him being the next franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that leads them to prominence and maybe puts them back into the national conversation of being a Super Bowl contender. I would think you would take the latter over the former in that situation, which is why I'm saying, hey, Kenny Nation, stay patient. His time will come. It's not like he's never going to get a shot. Right now, it's obviously frustrating, but let the Steelers figure out when when the time is to bring him in. Don't don't force it in there before it's too early, and then maybe you mess something up. I also but, but, think but it's win now mode. Remember, we, the standard is the standard. The standard is the standard. We ain't win now mode. We ain't seeking comfort. He's antagonizing why, you. Why, why, why are you living in your fears? Why, why, why are you living in your fears? This is proper development. I hate that people use that living in your fears. <laughs> if I, if I, you know, people say, oh, Chris, you turned left and said you turned right there. Are you living in your fears? Oh, Chris, you didn't jump out in front of, like, four-way traffic there. Are you living in your fears? No, I made the smart decision there. Like, it's just like I, I, that, that, that thing drives me work when people try to flip it back. Like, oh, Chris, Chris, thank, thank you. Chris, thank you so much. I don't think you understand. If I, was see, if I could see you, I would hug you. You don't understand. <laughs> What you just said right there, you are preaching to the choir. I was just going to say. I 
get so perturbed. We 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 oh gosh, we now have we now have a chaplain for Kenny Nation. Oh. All right, it's Reverend Chris oh. Carter. Reverend oh. Chris Carter is the pastor for oh, Kenny Nation. Take it to church, baby. Take it. I'm coming to your revival, man. I'm telling you now. I'm coming. <laughs> Mm-mm. Chris Carter, Locked on Steelers podcast. I need that one right there. Check out his work in the PG. Buddy, great stuff as always. Thank you so much for the time. We'll talk soon. Thanks, fellas. Kenny Bless. Kenny Bless. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Nation. That's right. That's right. We found him. We found Let's the reverend. Go. We found the chaplain, the pastor go. of Kenny Nation. Chris Let's Carter go. taking him. To church. That was hilarious. That was beautiful. I love it. I love beautiful. it. That's exactly what we needed. And that's, I think, the exact sentiment that you and I echo as well, too. <sighs> I love it. Let's get to the tweets. Let, let's we it. got a couple minutes to get hey, out of hey, here. Hey, now, let, let's ride. This, let's ride. Let's ride. This is a nice transition here because Special K is tweeting us, and Special K is the president of Kenny Nation. Uh-huh. He says, isn't it funny how 99% of sports talk show hosts, ex-Steelers players, and Steelers media all say Kenny Pickett should start, and yet Mike Tomlin refuses to face reality. I realize the players love Mike, but there has to be a lot of grumbling going on in that locker room. Now, one second, Special K. 99%? That's a lot. Hosts? Steelers players? Steelers media guys? Uh, Arthur Motes is an ex-Steeler player. I don't see him screaming for Kenny Pickett. Craig Wolfley and Max Starks are ex-Steeler players. I don't see them screaming for Kenny Pickett. Maybe we're the 1%. Maybe that's that's the 1%. Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson are Steelers hosts. I don't see them screaming for Kenny Pickett. Oh, you're you're talking about the hosts in this town, the traffic Ah. and engagement and reaction. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. No (laughs) kidding that's what they're saying. Because all they're trying to do is get you engaged and get you to react and get you to listen. <laughs> Whereas over here on these side of things, Uh-oh. on Mr. Rooney's radio Uh-oh. station, we traffic in reality. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It does seem pretty accurate. I mean, am I lying? Uh, I haven't found any any false... Any falses in your statements right uh, now? There's, there's, there's a lot of radio hosts and people in this town that uh, that are call, clamoring for Kenny and acting like it's the end of the world that he's not started yet three weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those people that run their own websites and need the clicks and the engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, those radio hosts at that certain station across the town Uh-oh. who, you know, ratings are the end-all be-all. Uh-oh. <sighs> As one famous Marvel character once said, Uh-oh. we don't do that here. Hey, hey. If you're tired of your producers dancing in the videos. <laughs> and you want to talk about Mike Tomlin facing reality. It's week four. <laughs> hey, look, look. If you're tired of your, of, your, of your radio personalities dancing in the back of the videos and you want to just get that you real want hot content. Takes? Yeah. You know, you you want you want some of that just this no, down to the, earth, that real stuff. And not just Come Special on, K. Man. A lot of people. I don't want to make it seem like we're signaling him out. Nah, he's, nah, he's speaking nah. certainly for plenty of people here. Nah. If If that's what you want. Go get it, because they yeah. spoon-feed it to you. If you no, want no, that hot takey yeah. just for reaction, yeah. just for engagement, just to, well, Matt Canada needs fired, yeah. and 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 Mitch Trubisky needs shown the pine. It's yeah. If that's what you want, you know where to find it. Yeah. But that's... we end, we've never been that. We're never going to be that. There yeah. will come a time where Moats and I are going to sit here and say, all right, it's time for Kenny. Yeah. But that's not going to be after three weeks. Not at all. Because, again, mm-hmm. that's just, that's not smart asset management. Yeah. But we do appreciate... You tuning in with us? Oh, absolutely! Don't get it twisted. We're just saying that. Don't feel like you have to tune in if you're not getting what you're looking for. You know, if you want shock, jock, and that—that's over there. That's all we saying. 
Motsi and I, we take the low, the road less traveled. Yeah. And that has made all the difference. Absolutely. Isn't, it, that, how the, it, isn't it, that how the old poem goes? It, it makes it fun to come in here and chop it up with you on a daily basis. How about that? Mark tweets us and says, Joe Hayden said to trust in Tomlin. I trust in Tomlin. Come on now. Jump, man. Jump, man. Devin in Denver, the human flamethrower, says, oh, you know he got heat. I'm right as always, and Mason Rudolph should start week five if we have offensive failures Ooh. after the Jets. Mason Rudolph! Oh, don't let Kenny Nation hear that one. Mason, the forgotten son? Ooh. You want to know how to spell redemption? R-U-D-O-L-P-H. Don't let that man get an opportunity. He ain't going to give it up. <laughs> All right, couple couple quick hitters to get us out here. And we let, listen, I want everybody to know on the tweets, we love it. We love your participation. Whether no, you agree absolutely. with us, whether you disagree with us, whether you're somewhere in between, it's all love. It's all fun. That's what we do. That's another thing that you won't find. Yeah. Mozi and I don't do that. We don't draw the hard line in the sand and say, I'm absolutely right and you're an absolute idiot. No, not at all. We don't do that. Yeah. So we like to joke and we like to have fun. Yeah. You are certainly allowed to have different opinions than us. How, absolutely. Wes, Wes, how many times we get a pair we say that? Y'all can have any opinion. We don't have to agree with it. Yeah. Same way we got the pants, and y'all ain't got to agree We're with it. We're not going to call you an idiot. Absolutely. We just hope you don't call us idiots because, again, we don't traffic in reaction and engagement and foo-foo, fluffy nonsense. We don't need to. We just keep it real. Keeping it real. Come on, man. Scott tweets us a couple quick hitters to get us out of here. Scott says, I'm loving that the Ratbirds decided not to pay Lamar. His price went way up. He is Bro, killing it. Oh, the bag. Yesterday's is price very big. is not today's price. Seriously, dude. Uh, Chris wants to know what do you think in meetings behind closed doors Mike Tomlin is saying uh, regarding all the noise from media and fans? Honestly, I've been in these situations. Um, as I've said before, I believe it was the 2015 year when we. Went and was it Philadelphia, Dallas Cowboys, Miami, and I think it was the Patriots. Lost four in a row. Everybody was the skies falling. It's going to be his first losing season and all that. And literally, man, Coach Simon came in there on a Monday after we lost, after we had 200 on the ground from JJ, and he says, all your problems you can solve. Everything is in-house. It's all discipline-related, and his reaction to that was he became a lot more strict in hmm. terms of some of the – mundane rule stuff oh toes on the line like literally on the line if not he would find you like that type of stuff but it was never a we're panicking it was never a we're not good enough it was never a hey man you hear what the media and the fan base keep saying nah because as he said it and a lot of us here in pittsburgh buy into it on this team it's elevator music think about how many times you go in the elevator you hear music in the background you're not gonna pay attention to it though you ain't got to you know where you're going so when we would think of fans, when we would think of media, whether it was through a losing, you know, in those four games, or when it was through the national anthem situation, which was bigger than anything that y'all hollering about through these first three weeks, none of that is going to knock those guys off their pivot because for them, it's like, yo, we don't care to that extent because fans' voices is not going to put food in our children's mouths. Listening to our coach going out there and actually doing our job is what's going to do that because today you might say Mitch is the worst quarterback and Matt Cannon is the worst coach in three weeks people could literally be saying oh they're the best combination ever now probabilities of that that's a different conversation but in terms of how rational or irrational people can get with their opinions and stuff absolutely that's the biggest reason why as players, and when you talk about Coach Tomlin and that messaging in the locker room, while we don't spend a lot of time discussing 
fans and media's opinions is because we know it's very fickle. It's very, yo, they will switch at the drop of a dime. Especially in football. Absolutely. Again, where it's one game a yeah. week, only 17 games a year. Like I said, we don't look at it as a knock. We just acknowledge it, and we just call it for what it is. So if we already acknowledge that this person is irrational or this group that has opinions and voices are irrational, we're not going to put a lot of stake in a lot of uh, – we're not going to validate these claims because we know one week you're going to tell them the best player ever. And then in two weeks when I don't get a sack on that quarterback that you want, you're going to be saying, hey, we need to get a new guy. So if you allow that outside noise to impact your preparation – impact your mentality when you're coming in and out to work every single day you're ultimately going to be a very inconsistent team inconsistent player and ultimately not have a long career so well long said. answer short well that's said. you know kind of how we always respond to that that's the that's the decade of nfl experience right there scott says well now it's rudolph nation <laughs> Rudolph Nation. Great freaking show, boys. That's right. Put me in a in a great mood. Well, thank you. We always it puts smiles on our faces that we oh, get absolutely. to do this with you guys. Last one, uh, Steel Nation nine twenty says, after this weekend, am I seeking comfort in comparing us to other teams? Am I giving myself false hope, or if some other teams looking just as sloppy as we are? Yeah, which is why you which there's there's some seeking comfort in there certainly, but that's also too that's why you don't render final judgments on your football team in September. Not at all, because you we can yeah, go you down gotta the, give it, yeah, go down the list of how many teams look great in September at times, and they come out of this thing in November, December. They're irrelevant. That's real, but that's also part of the thing when, as players, and this is the difference between fans and players. As fans, that is a way to make you feel better. You look around and you say, "Hey, everyone else, look is at that team over there. They're yeah, struggling. Yeah. That team, yeah." As players, we never look around. Because I don't need outside influence. I don't care what you're doing over there in Cincinnati. I don't care what you're doing over there in New York. If we take care of what we're supposed we're to do, be we're right. good enough to beat anybody yeah. that they put in front of us. Yep. And as a player here in Pittsburgh, I felt that way. Even as an alumni looking back on this roster and the structure of the players offensively, defensively, and special teams, I still feel that way. Could we have better pieces at certain positions? Sure. But do I still feel like they have enough pieces in-house that if they execute the way that they're supposed to, they can take care of business? Nah, come on, man. That's where they're at with this thing. It's a good situation to be in. But that's more so the testament of Coach Tomlin and how he's run this team. Yes. And when you ask me why I still feel this type of confidence and why when everybody is ready to lose their mind after weeks and we're like, no, bro, chill out, this is why. Because I've actually been in these situations. (laughs) Patience with the, with patience is a tough thing to sell to yeah. NFL fans. It, it's very tough. I, I get it's it. Believe tough. me, I get it. But we're selling some patience. Still, at least for now. Push it ain't going to be. We push and pee. <laughs> it ain't going to be this way the whole year. Make push no mistake about that. We push and pee. But we're, 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 we're trafficking in some patience here, mm. all right? As Tony Montana might have okay. said. I see you push it, T. Not yet. Mm. But you got to give it time. Mm-hmm. It's almost dry. What would they say? Don't call me baby. I'm not Come your on, baby. Man. It's almost dry. Not yet. Not yet. But you got to give it time. Come on. Hey, he got Michelle Pfeiffer eventually. Eventually he did. And eventually. He was right. Not yet. Did, yeah. But you got to give it time. Just give him some time. <laughs> Big thanks to everybody on the tweets. We love you guys. Whether you love us, you hate us, you think we're brilliant, you think we're idiots. Just keep tuning in, baby. You know we got We love. appreciate all yins on the tweets. Because you could be complaining elsewhere, too. And that's the other part of this thing we want to give context to. You don't have to come here to complain. But we appreciate you. You know, We are glad that you did decide to come here. If you're not trying to peddle patience, there's some other things going on in town <laughs> that you can read or listen to. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's enough. Motsi, great stuff today. Big shout out to the best co-host in the business as always.
Who, me? Big thank you to our buddy Chris Carter for giving us his time, too, as he is kind enough to do on Monday. No show tomorrow. Mike Tomlin press conference here at noon. If you're looking for some answers, if you're looking for some questions as it relates to the offense, the quarterbacks, the run defense, Coach T, I'm sure, will be asked all that and will address all that about 23 hours from now on Steelers Nation Radio. So no show tomorrow. That means we will talk to you guys on Wednesday when it's a Moats Host Wednesday. Hello. You know where to find us. As always, it's high noon on your 24-7 Home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Let's ride. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.